Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the 12th and final segment of KALA This Week. I'm your host, Bailey Winfrey. Today, we will hear from all of our usual contributors, so let's jump into our first story. Hi, guys. This is McKenna Vernon KALA This Week. I'm here with Nurse Nancy from St. Ambrose University. Hi, how are you? I'm good, McKenna. Now, what are some responsibilities that you have throughout the day? Um, I usually get here about 7.15 in the morning, and that gives me an opportunity to look at emails that may have come, on, come in to me overnight so I can answer those. And then I, it also gives me time before we open the office at 8 to follow up with students that I may have seen within the last day or two to just check on them to see how they're doing, um, if they have any questions, anything else I can do for them. So that kind of, you know, I get that done before the office starts at 8. Um, then from 8 on, it's just being accessible to the students to triage their needs. So anything that um, I do for them is free and confidential. So if it's like, oh, Nurse Nancy, I think I have an ear infection. Can you look at my ear? I, I can do that for them. Now, if it looks like they have an ear infection, then I can't give them a prescription. So we'll refer them on to resources in the local community. But I'm there to help them with that. And then also employees may be reaching out to me they may be stopping by so i also offer assistance to them and then i attend meetings as they're scheduled so i'm here till 4:30, and then i go home so now what is your favorite thing about st ambles university um i would probably say the campus community i enjoy the the students and i'm blessed to work with so many um, colleagues that are very knowledgeable, um, very dedicated, very supportive in um, meeting the needs of the students. We're all with that same goal. We want them to be well and we want them to be safe and we want them to be successful. So I say that would be um, the one thing I really like about it. For Where do you get your ideas for the emails you send out for wellness tips and safety tips for the SCU student? Um, I usually, what happens is if I see, um, maybe I've seen like a, um, several students come in with pink eye, um, that'll prompt me to maybe send out a wellness tip about prevention strategies and what to look for. Or maybe if I'm seeing the stomach bug, you know, and then send that out to let the campus community know to remember to wash your hands and all that stuff. So that's what I kind of, um, that's where I get some of my ideas. Mm -hmm. And then I also just follow public health news. If there's concerns that I think the campus community should be aware of, I'll send that in a wellness tip too. Um, and then also certain times of the year, I'll send um, wellness tips. Like at the beginning of the year, it'll be my top 10 things to stay healthy this semester or this school year. Um, I'll send out just before flu season, you know, prevention strategies, what you can do to help reduce your risk for exposure to flu and what to do if you do get it. And then like um, hazardous weather, you know, I'll send something out about um, how to stay safe, you know, walking across campus, commuting, um, spring break also. So yeah. those are some of the things that prompt me and um, to get me to send those out. We all appreciate the emails. Thank you. What is the most common illness SA students and faculty look for during this time of the year? 
we're in flu season now so that's the most common one and um, although I haven't seen a lot of diagnosed cases on campus it is in the community so um, that's why we need to do all we can to help keep ourselves um, healthy and protect ourselves from this virus yeah definitely absolutely sure well thank you for doing this I appreciate all your help in getting the the message out to the campus thank you this is McKenna Verd on KALA this week Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the sports segment. It is the final sports segment of this semester's show, KALA This Week. I'm Ryan Schistel. For the final sports segment of this semester's show, I will be discussing basketball for both the men's and women's teams and then the SAU wrestling team. Starting with men's basketball, the team has officially started playing their games again after the passing of Patrick Torrey as the team was on a break. And most recently, the Bees played off against the Calumet Crimson Wave this past Monday, December 5th, in which the Bees won 76-64 at home. In the game for St. Ambrose, the leading scorer was Grant Mason, who put up 19 points. Mason also added on six rebounds, one assist, and a steal to his game. Andrew Morrissey, the center, put up 12 points with 12 rebounds. And Amari Wills put up 10 points and four rebounds with two assists, adding on three blocks to his stat line. Outside of that, for the starting five, Javon Jones put up seven points with two rebounds and assist. And then Kieran Farrell wrapped up the starting five with four points, four rebounds, two assists, two steals, and a block. So a great job by the whole starting five to really get this game going. And then on the bench, the leading scorer was Will Spriggs with 14 points, four rebounds, three assists, and two steals. Like I said, this was the first game back for the Bees after the passing of senior center Patrick Torrey. And one thing that was kind of special for a lot of fans in attendance at this game at Lee Loman Arena was St. Ambrose put up 40 points in the first half. 40 was the number that Patrick Torrey wore for St. Ambrose, so a lot of people kind of felt like Patrick was there with the men's team as they win this game by 12 points. Coming up for the men's basketball team, they will be taking on Florida Palms tonight at 7.30 p.m., and then they will take on Florida Palms again tomorrow at 3 o'clock p.m. Both of those games will be played in the Lee Loman Arena here on campus of St. Ambrose University. Then the men's basketball team will take on Iowa Wesleyan next Tuesday, December 13th at 7.30 at home before hitting the road to take on Governor State on the 17th and Trinity International on the 20th. The team wraps up their 2022 campaign on December 22nd with a scrimmage at Drake University in Des Moines, Iowa. KALA will be on the call for that scrimmage against D1 Drake. The next sport I have to talk about is women's basketball, and after the women's basketball team started with a record of 2-4, and four, the team has hit a bit of a winning streak, advancing to above 500, sitting at 5-4 and four overall and 3-2 and two in the conference. Last Saturday, the women's basketball team took on Trinity International, which was broadcasted live on KALA HD2 106.1, in which the Bees won with yet another blowout, 84-49. In this game, the Bees outscored Trinity International in each quarter, and it really was just a dominant game, especially from Janie Prestigard, who put up 13 points, 12 rebounds, 2 steals, and 2 blocks on the day. 
Abby Walter came up with the next highest points with 14 points, 6 rebounds, an assist, and 4 steals. And really, every single person who got in the game just played their tails off for the Bees. Everybody got points, and it was just a game that, right from the tip, you felt that the Bees had all of the momentum going for them. It was just a game that, you know, the Bees seemed like they could really do no wrong. They shot 46% from the field, only 8% from beyond the arc, going 1 for 12 on 3-pointers. But that really didn't matter because they had built such a strong lead. The Bees also shot 55% from the free throw stripe, which helped contribute to that win. Then this past Wednesday, December 7th, the Bees took on Haskell University at home in which the Bees had yet another blowout in a 20-point victory, 76-56. to The leading scorer on the day for the Bees was Abby Walter, putting up 25 points with 9 rebounds and an assist. She also had 3 steals. Mel Stewart and Anna Plummer both put up 12 points, Stewart also adding 1 rebound and 3 assists, while Plummer added 6 rebounds, 5 assists, 3 steals, and a block. The top scorer off the bench in this game was Caroline Cole with 1 rebound and 1 assist and 5 points on the day. So once again, just 3 straight blowout wins for this women's basketball team as they look to improve playing Bellevue this Saturday, December 10th at 1 o'clock p.m. from Lee Loman Arena. To close out the month of December, the Bees will go to Governor State on December 17th at 1 o'clock p.m. and then to Trinity International at 4 o'clock p.m. on December 20th. Then the women's basketball team comes home to take on Mount Mercy on December 29th, which is a Thursday at 5.30 p.m., before closing out the year on New Year's Eve, December 31st at Clark University. That game is at noon up in Dubuque. So especially for this women's basketball team with three straight blowout wins, both of these basketball teams have a lot of improvement to still make, but you've been able to tell that Both teams are improving slowly but surely, and it just seems like these two teams aren't going to have much to do wrong as, you know, both teams come out. Obviously, this men's team has only played one game since the passing of Patrick Torrey, but they get a nice win there and a much-needed win. And then this women's basketball team with three straight blowouts, and they just seem like, you know, they won't lose again. That's how they've been playing, and it seems like that's the mentality as the women's team takes the court each game. So last week, I talked about the wrestling team and some of their matches they had coming up. And since that episode came out, the team has competed in the Blythe Memorial Duels on Friday, December 2nd, and Saturday, December 3rd, up in Grand Rapids, Michigan. On Friday, December 2nd, in the Blythe Memorial Duels, the Bees went 1-2, defeating Defiance 39-17, but losing to Wisconsin Eclair 8-38, and losing to Albion 14-37. The Bees look to improve on their record on Saturday, December 3rd from Grand Rapids, Michigan, as they had three more matches to wrestle in. In the first match, the Bees lost to Cornerstone 19-34, then lost to Siena Heights 15-33. Then in the final game of the duels up in Grand Rapids, the Bees lost to Wheaton 18-38, so out of the six matches that the Bees wrestle in in Grand Rapids, Michigan, they go 1-5. and five. However, most recently, the Bees wrestled this past Wednesday at home against Waldorf in a conference matchup, winning 39-8 in this wrestling match. Four matches at St. Ambrose won. It was the 133-pound division as Ariel Vega got six points for the Bees. Then Hunter Meyer won six more points for the Bees in the 141-pound division. 
Parker Tarones in the 149-pound division added six more points for the Bees. And then Slade Diaz won by decision 6-5 to five in the 157-pound division, adding three points for the Bees. Then Parker Tarones' brother, Jaden Tarones, wrestled in the 174-pound division, and he added six more points for the Bees. Dylan Miners then added six more points for the Bees in the 189-pound division, and Jeremiah Morris added six more points for the Bees in the 285-pound heavyweight matchup. So in this, the Bees win 39-8. Still lots of improvement for this Bees team to make as they will be wrestling this Saturday against Baker and Grandview in Des Moines, Iowa. Both of those matchups will be at 1 o'clock p.m. So really this wrestling team, if they can improve, get a lot more wins as it does seem like, you know, there are just a lot more losses than there are wins on the schedule up to date. So, you know, both teams are going to have to make a move and really win some more matchups if they want a chance to fight for a conference and get down to nationals. And it's going to be interesting to see how the Bees close out their season. But for now, that is going to do it for the final sports segment on KALA this week. I'm Ryan Schistel. It's been a great semester getting to relay my sports knowledge from St. Ambrose University Sports to everybody who listens. I know between my coworkers and I who do this show, we've had a lot of fun with it had a lot of great interviews from girls like Anna Berry, McKenna Verdon, and you know Sierra's recipes always gave people up here a good laugh. So thank you for all the support on KALA this week from this semester. I'm sure we'll have another show next semester, but for now that's going to do it for me. You've been listening to Ryan Schistel's sports segment on KALA this week. Go Bees! Hello listeners, you're listening to CC's Stress-Free Recipes this week on KALA Weekly. Now, in honor to celebrate our last week of fall 2022 semester, I am making my favorite dessert ever, creme brulee. The recipe is in courtesy of Alton Brown from the Food Network. The ingredients you'll need are one quart of heavy cream, one vanilla bean split and scraped, one cup vanilla sugar, divided, six large egg yolks, and then two quarts of hot water. First, preheat your oven to 325 degrees Fahrenheit. Next, place the cream, vanilla bean, and its pulp into a medium saucepan over medium to high heat and bring it to a boil. Remove it from the heat, cover, and allow it to sit for 15 minutes. Remove the vanilla bean and reserve for another use. In a medium bowl, whisk together half a cup of sugar and the six egg yolks until well blended and it just starts to lighten in color. Now add the cream a little bit at a time and stir continually. Do not forget to stop stirring. Pour the liquid into six little dishes that are heat proof. Place the dishes into a large cake pan or roasting pan. Pour enough hot water into the pan to come up halfway between the sides of the dishes. Now bake it until the creme brulee is set, but still trembling in the center, approximately 40 to 45 minutes. Remove the dishes from the roasting pan and refrigerate for at least two hours and up to three days. Remove the creme brulee from the refrigerator for at least 30 minutes prior to browning the sugar on top. Now divide the half cup vanilla sugar equally among the six dishes and spread it evenly on top. 
Now using a torch, melt the sugar and form a crispy top. Allow the creme brulee to sit for at least five minutes before serving so everything can set perfectly. Now I know this recipe requires a torch, so I do want to advise you guys to be safe if you are considering making this. Propane gas torches are highly flammable and should be kept away from heat, open flame, and prolonged exposure to sunlight. They should be used only in well-ventilated areas. Now that is how you make my favorite dessert ever, creme brulee in honor to celebrate the end of this semester. And I hope everyone did well on their finals if you are a college student listening to this recipe. Thank you so much, and hopefully I'll talk to y'all later. Hello, KALA listeners. This is Anna Berry with KALA This Week. Today, I am joined by Bella Crawford and Lauren Bendel, two international students here at St. Ambrose University, who are here to talk about what it is like being an international student. Hello, Bella and Lauren. Thank you so much for sitting down with me today. Hi. Hey, Anna. Thanks for having us on. Of course. How about both of you start by introducing yourself to the listeners so they can get to know you a little bit more? Okay, yeah, sure. Well, I'm Lauren. Um, I'm from England. Came all the way out here to play soccer. And I'm a business major, not sure what business yet, but leaning towards accounting. My name's Bella. I'm also from England. I'm on the women's soccer team as well. Um, And I am studying exercise science. And I also don't know what I want to do with it yet. That's awesome. So let's now start by talking about how did you guys get here in America at St. Ambrose University in Davenport, Iowa? Okay, well, so we actually both signed for the same agency, which is called US Sports Scholarships, and we played a few matches together, and they helped us through the process of picking a university out here, and we ended up both picking St. Ambrose. Did you guys know each other before you came? We've played a couple games together, but we didn't really know each other. Gotcha, gotcha. What would you say has been your favorite part so far about being here at St. Ambrose University? I would probably say it's a mixture between the facilities, especially the soccer facilities, like the WRC and the Dome, and then the Friends, which sounds super cringe, but it's just like one big little family, so it's cute. Yeah, I've just loved the soccer side of it, always being really busy and just being part of the team. That was an instant friend group that we're going to have throughout the whole four years. Definitely. I mean, we all met on the first day of preseason. You guys, the listeners have heard about preseason with past (laughs) interviews with Kennedy Kirby, but this freshman group, we are really, really close. And definitely, like Bella said, a friendship that will last for a long time. So now on the flip side, what would you say has been the most challenging part of being here? Um, I would say probably sometimes struggling with motivation because obviously as a student athlete, you have to divide your time up. And a lot of the time, I have a preference for playing soccer over doing my work. So managing that and making sure I still study is probably probably a bigger issue. Um, something I struggled with was, like for example, when we saw everyone go home for Thanksgiving, we saw everyone packing up their cars to go home. I thought that was that was a tough time because everyone was going home to see their family and friends, and we were just still on campus. It was we had a good Thanksgiving, you know, we experienced all the different foods. Um, but yeah, I think I struggled with that. 
Yeah, I hadn't even thought about that, you know, what it would be like on the flip side because me packing all my bags in, packing my laundry mm-hmm. in to take yeah. home. I had never even thought about what it would be like from your guys' perspective, knowing that, like, you can't go home for Thanksgiving. Yeah, exactly. We'll be going home soon. Two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what thing do you miss most from back home in England? And have those things that you've been missing, have they changed over the time you've been here? Um, I would say I've missed my friends, of course. Because I've had friends, obviously, back home that I've known for years and years, so it's hard going this long without seeing any of them. Family, obviously. Um, and then, I guess, little things, like little things we have in back home in England that, that don't exist here, like food places, Nando's. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, just little little things that I get reminded of. Yeah, I think same here. I miss my family and friends. I obviously still contact them, so that's nice. Um, and I remember... At the very start, I really missed vegetables just because the vegetables here and and the fruit as well. It's just not not as nice, but yeah. yeah. I miss the supermarkets also, the super like Tesco's. Just yeah. being in an English supermarket. And I really miss roast dinners and just yes. my mum's homemade cooking. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that was one of the things I miss most in the beginning of preseason when I wasn't going home. It was like I just wanted a home cooked meal. <laughs> You kind of get tired. Like, the cafeteria food is, like, pretty decent for a cafeteria and for a university. Um, But, you know, it's, like, those little meals that you're just like, oh, I just have a craving for. Mm -hmm. So for you guys to not be able to go home to get that, you know, me, I can just say, Mom, I need this. Can you please please make this when I'm home next? All right, moving on. What are the biggest differences if you were to compare here in America versus England? What would you say has been the biggest differences you've noticed? Um, one thing and I've noticed is the way the classes run and the way university runs. So back home, we took exams when we were 16, GCSEs, and when we were 18, A-levels. And you take the exams at the end of the courses. So after two years, we took the course, the, the exam for the course. And But here, you know, you get points through participation, through end of unit tests, and that's that's slightly different. Yeah, I'd definitely say having to work consistently throughout the year instead of just passing the exam at the end is tougher because I would sort of coast through and then just work right at the end. Um, But another difference I'd say is probably the people, just not in like a bad way, but just sort of um, the environment. It's it's different. It's hard to explain. It's hard to explain. Just sort of the humour and the way people... Yeah, yeah. Then the way people present themselves is just different. People, I'd say, are more, like, outgoing and, and sort of uh, loud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's fun seeing how our cultures are different, especially, like, Bella and Lauren will t- text me something, and I'm like, I don't know what this means. Like, today, <laughs> Bella texted me. She's like, yeah, me and Lauren are in the queue for the walking tacos. And I'm like, later, I was talking with Lauren. I'm like, what does the queue mean? <laughs> like yeah. oh it's the line it's the line or like calling the elevator the lift like it's yeah. all these fun it's the small things yeah. but it's so fun when you notice them and you're like oh that's so cool like <laughs> i don't know it's just so no, fun. i for sure agree it's just yeah. fun for me too being from iowa you know experiencing you guys and getting to know more about yourself and your culture and where you're from and mm. what it, what it's like at home that have you what left are those candies that i want you to bring me back randoms randoms I'm those there. are yeah. so good <laughs> Lauren brought those, I'm making like, a list <laughs> of each person and what they want, and then I'm going to come back with it. Yes, Lauren brought those for like 
one of the first weeks we were yeah. here, and I'm like, she let me try them. I'm like, these are yeah. so you good. Get you. Yeah, yeah. They're I so good. I'm going to ride it in one last year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's finish this conversation off by asking you, what are you looking forward to most when you can get to go back home for winter break? I'm looking forward to going to the Christmas markets. I've got some some things planned with some friends, some like old reunions from old schools that I went to. So just kind of going back and sort of seeing where I'm going back to where I live and just sort of being in the village with all the people that I know. Yeah, I'm looking forward to meeting up with some friends and just, you know, sitting on the sofa, watching some Christmas films, spending some time with my family. I think that'll be that'll be nice. Alrighty. Well thank you so much both of you for sitting down and speaking with me today. Oh, of course. Thanks for having us. And thank you, the listeners of KALA, for tuning in to this week's episode of KALA This Week. Once again, it's Anna Berry, and I'm signing off. Thank you for listening to the final installment of KALA This Week. With the semester coming to an end, we are wrapping up this show. Please contact us with any feedback you might have on this magazine type of show. We will be back next semester with a different show, so look out for announcements coming very soon about that. All content was written and recorded by Anna Barry McKenna Verdon, Abby Varkalis, Sierra Mari, Ryan Schistel, and Bailey Winfrey. Thank you to our executive producer, Dave Baker. Thank you for listening to KALA This Week, and we will be back in January when the next semester begins.